0: The 26th day of the month. I am the Lord your God. Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am holy. Leviticus 11, verse 44. As he who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in all your conduct. 1 Peter 1, verse 15. Today we consider what it means to say that the Church is holy. There is much misunderstanding about the meaning of the term holy. Too many seem to think it is merely entirely good, without flaw. That may serve us well when speaking of a holy God, but a perfect church? Hardly. At root, holiness instead has to do with being set apart, indeed with being different. In the commandments, when God called for one day a week to be holy, God meant that this day was to be set aside as different from the other six, distinctive in its practices so also the Hebrew people were to exhibit holiness by refusing to bow down to the idols worshipped by all of the neighboring nations. Similarly, the Church is called to live out in the world ways of being and doing that are alternatives to accustomed standards and customs. This means that, far from being embarrassed when its ideals are at odds with accepted ways, the Christian community should revel in what it distinctively has to offer to the world. When the lives of people are being ruined by oppression and the church protest, we are exemplifying holiness. When greed goes unchecked, even applauded, and Christian people cry out, enough, we should rejoice that we are fulfilling our calling to be different for the sake of what is right. How willing are we to be considered out of step with society in order to be holy? Who wants to be labeled as odd, after all? but we are called to be a holy church, not a club that panders to whatever is currently popular. Opening prayer. O God, our help and our hope, holy is your name unlike every other name we know. Holy are your ways beyond the reach of earthly imperfection. Holy are your people called by you to show the world a new way, a new hope. Calls us to be what you call us to be. Through Jesus Christ, who died for being different. Amen. Psalm 84, verses 8 through 12. God of the angel armies, listen. O God of Jacob, open your ears. I'm praying. Look at our shields glistening in the sun, our faces shining with gracious anointing. One day spend in your house this beautiful place of worship, Beats thousands spent on Greek island beaches. I'd rather scrub floors in the house of my God than be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. All sunshine and sovereign is God, generous in gifts and glory. He doesn't scrimp with his traveling companions. It's smooth sailing all the way with God of the angel armies. From the book of Genesis, chapter 16, verse 15. chapter 17 verse 14. Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram named his son whom Hagar bore Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore him Ishmael. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless, and I will make my covenant between me and you and will make you exceedingly numerous. And Abram fell on his face, and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You shall be the ancestor of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be made Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For I have made you the ancestor of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations, for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. And I'll give you and to your offspring after you the land where you are now an alien, all the land of Canaan, for a perpetual holding, and I will be their God. God said to Abram, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your offspring after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you and your offspring after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. Throughout your generations, every male among you shall be circumcised when he is eight days old, including the slave born in your house and the one bought with your money from any foreigner who is not one of your offspring. Both the slave born in your house and the one bought with your money must be circumcised, so shall my covenant be in your flesh, an everlasting covenant. Any uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. From the 10th chapter of the book of Hebrews, verses 1 through 10. Since the law has only a shadow of the good things to come, and not the true form of these realities, it can never be the same sacrifices that are continually offered year after year to make perfect those who approach. Otherwise, would they not have ceased being offered since the worshippers, cleansed once for all, would no longer have any conscience of sin? But in these sacrifices, there is a reminder of your sin year after year, for it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away this sin. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, See, I have come to do your will, O God. In the scroll of the book it is written of me. When he said above, You have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings. These are offered according to the law. Then he added, See, I have come to do your will. He abolishes the first in order to establish the second. And it is by God's will that we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. From the Gospel of John, the fifth chapter, verses thirty through forty seven. I can do nothing on my own. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just, I seek to do not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. If I testify about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who testifies on my behalf, and I know that his testimony is to me is true. You sent messengers to John, and he testified to the truth. Not that I accept such human testimony, but I say these things so that you may be saved. He was a burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But I have a testimony greater than John's. The works that the Father has given me to complete, the very works that I am doing, testify on my behalf that the Father has sent me. And the Father who sent me has himself testified on my behalf. You have never heard his voice or seen his form, and you do not have his word abiding in you, because you do not believe him whom he has sent. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that testify on my behalf. Yet you refuse to come to me to have life. I do not accept glory from humans, but I know that you do not have the love of God in you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not accept me. If another comes in his own name, you will accept him. How can you believe when you accept glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from the one who alone is God? Do not think that I will accuse you before the Father. Your accuser is Moses, on whom you have set your hope. If you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But if you do not believe what he wrote, how will you believe what I say? This is the reading of the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thursday's Prayer. God, your glory calls your people to adoration daily. Guide and inspire all who plan and who will take leadership in the worship of our congregation when again we gather in prayer on the Lord's Day. To musicians, lectors, preachers, and all others, give a full measure of your Holy Spirit that they may glorify not themselves but you. Prepare my heart and the hearts of all your people to receive their ministries with joy and gratitude to you. An extravagant generosity toward others. This we pray through Christ, the Risen One. Amen. An adaptation of the Lord's Prayer by Annie Gika. Our Father, freely roaming in heaven, that place which seemed to be around the corner, upstairsward when we were children, a place endlessly unraveling like a fugitive sleeve caught on barbed wire, we sing out your name, these days to what still moves us a sunlight exposed room like the answer to a question that doesn't dare to be formed sand on the palms of children where sand belongs the quiet backs of stones illuminating the dark the crickets that carry that dark far out to the crannies of the night the sunset hitting only half of the mountain like a life that could have been lived more than one way may your kingdom be seen by all lord for what it is Right here on earth, the quiet night, migrations above, just as traffic through cities' arteries begins to slither, a mother's breast that, like a drop of sun, sets behind the cloud of her purpled shirt when the child falls asleep, the moment when, lying down stair-like on the grass looking at stars, we fall in love with ourselves for the first time, this dog that you have given us, who manages to come up at this time in this prayer like a referee of truth, guarding from behind a window, guarding what, if not that very kingdom, he too notices outside, the quiet night migrations above. We pray your will be done, since our own is known to take us only as far as the next bed. Give us this day our daily connections of losses, help us receive the fact that lovers who leave will remain friends only until they can no longer remain. Life's an arrangement except the flowers or small little deaths. When the fog falls over the lake, we see the fog. We see the lake. We miss the scenery. Solitude. Time for you, Lord, to rest your feet where we and all these lovers once laid our heads and forgive us and forgive us, and forgive us, and for those who, and those who beat us and told us we're nothing. But frankly, Lord, there are no mistakes, only choices in a universe where if we open one door, we've opened them all the way to the end. Lead us not into the light just yet, for in the dark we grope our way toward you, which is to say, we continue to arrive at ourselves. Deliver us from fear, Lord straight through to the other side love is it for yours is everything father our houses our breaths dead skin clipped fingernails this dog's hair twined into our car seats and rugs even the last e on the window of which you sometimes perch resting your thin beautiful chin on your palms at the end of this sentence nothing belongs to us We open our hands and give it all back to you the way the sky opens this late August night. An old Maria shaking out her tablecloth, offering stars for breadcrumbs. Forever and always we give you back what's yours, Father, even that which you haven't given us, even that which you can't help but take. Amen. Receive this dismissal by Glenn Rainsley. Serve your God with patience and passion. Be deliberate in enacting your faith. Be steadfast in celebrating the Spirit's power. And may peace be your way in the world. Amen.